not everybody is going to be a Freddie Freeman or an Anthony Rizzo. Not everybody has that type of energy, that humor, that charisma. And so it's like, is it that we want the league mic'd up or do we just want guys like Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Freddie Freeman, guys like that? Is Are these the type of guys we want mic'd up? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0-Tick, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. What up, what up, and welcome back to the 3-0-Tick, Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball, presented by Dugout Mugs. This is episode 118. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. What up, brother? I think it's time for a change to the intro. What do you think, man? What do you want to do? Well, it's just hard for me, you know? I mean, I it's hard for me to follow up mm-hmm. the intro that we have in place now. Like, you, I know. Just, you just go from this epicness to... Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> and I just... <laughs> we can bring that back. Could we? Should we? Should I bring, uh, that, bring that back uh, next bit? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we we need to we need to adjust the intro. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll go with the flow. You do a great job, though. You just cut. I just minimal effort is being put in. Yeah, this is you all on I mean? me. This is all on me to fix. I <laughs> I, I got to figure something out. Yeah. Um, anything going on? Mm. Noteworthy that you want to share with the people. Did get a new ride. I don't know if we did. We talk about that on here. I think we did. Yeah, we did cover that. Yeah, high, high roller that you are. Yeah, yeah. Got a got a new whip. So it's pretty pretty legit. I still haven't seen a picture of it yet. Yeah, I know. I gotta. I think I gotta post a picture. Cause everyone keeps bugging me about it. I am getting some work done on it next this upcoming weekend. So just getting a couple things uh, touched up. But uh, I'll, I'll get a picture out. Don't worry. It'll, it'll look good. Might have to repost it on the gram. Oh, will you? I might. I might. Okay. All right. I mean, it sounds pretty legit. Yeah. it's uh, it, it rumbles, man. A challenger definitely rumbles. And I got like, I'm just happy I got one of the legit ones. Because there's some, when people get like Mustangs or Challengers or like, you know, because nowadays it's kind of. Like they make different versions of them versus back in the day when you had like a muscle car, it was just a muscle car, right? Right. Now you get like the lower, you know, V6s where it's like, I went to the dealership and I was like, I don't, what's the point of having this car and having a V6? Like, give me something right. fun. Yeah. There's only so, one route to take with those. Exactly. So, like, if I'm getting a muscle car, I'm going to make sure everyone knows it. I'm not going to get one of these fake ones. So, I got the, the RT. And uh, it's not the crazy Scat Pack one. Scat Pack ones have like 700 horsepower and are just too much. Ridiculous. Um, so I just went with the RT. Um, but it's, uh, it's a V8 and it still uh, still rumbles. It's got the Hemi in there. So it's it's legit. Solid. Solid. Yeah. We'll do some uh, some ro- cross the cross the country road trips going to games and stuff. Oh, for sure. Day. When we when we hit up these these parks and. Yeah, getting, getting the content, no doubt. I think that's a, that's a must, no doubt. Uh, I got some news of my own, actually. What you got? Uh, so you remember back in, I guess it was December, the gift of socks thing that I did, where you just tweet at the Red Sox. 
Yeah, you bugged the hell out of him. Yeah, like I, I think I tweeted at him like sixty-eight <laughs> times or something. Yeah, and I told you how I won the the Xander jersey and the tickets. Yeah. So heard back on the tickets yesterday. Oh. And okay. I don't remember. I don't remember if I discussed it back when it actually happened. But the the way that it they had it set up is uh, they they told you that you won, and then they would email you asking for like your top three game choices that you would want like i think it was within april and may Mm -hmm. and so i looked on the looked on the schedule and i'm like okay we can't do this weekend because we got to be out of town blah 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 Um, so i was looking at schedule came across a late may game against just just take a guess as to who it's against gotta be the yankees right Uh, it's not yankees because they they didn't Ah. allow for yankee games understandable like they're not going to get yeah tickets Understood. understood but who would be next in line Next in line, the Astros. May twenty third versus the Houston Astros. Let's go on Fox. I will be there. Yeah, let's go. That's legit. Just ripping into them. Yes, sir. Gotta pour it on them. I was that I is... was so pumped when I found out about that though because this all like my game selection. I, I emailed them back before all this stuff went down. Like this was back in like December January. Yeah. And then all the stuff came out about the scandal. And then I'm like, I is sure that hope the, get the Astros game. Is that the first time Astros are going there? You know what? I'm not sure. I would, I would sure think. It is. Yeah. In May, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's legit, man. You gotta let it. That's one of those games where I don't know. I'm not going to really root for anybody. One of those games where I, I kind of just hope that both, you know, like it goes into extra innings and it's just, both teams just unload their full roster and just get worn out. I mean, it's a May game. It's not like it's September gearing up for the postseason. No, that's cool. I mean, that's what that's what I want. That's what I'm rooting for. I mean, if don't you don't hate on so. what I want, this is this is mine. I mean, I, I still I, feel like based on the way that we've talked about this situation, there's really only one right answer as to who you would really pull for, despite the rivalry. I'm not saying it out loud. Can't say it out loud. Yeah, well, we all know what you're thinking. It's okay. <laughs> I won't say it out loud. Speaking of uh, knowing what you're thinking and saying things out loud, how about that transition? Can we talk mm. about players being mic'd up? Are we for it? Are we against it? Are we indifferent towards it? What do we I think? think it would, I think it would be very much hypocritical if either of us said we're against it. We talk about how MLB needs to do a better job of marketing their players. This is perfect. Yeah, exactly but does it make us do a, it. does it make us a hypocrite if we say that we're against it? I mean, does is is that the only way to market these guys? I'm just Not playing a little way. little devil's advocate here. I know you are. I I don't think that's the only way, but it is a good way. I think it's I think it's a cool opportunity, perfect time. Spring training's fun. Spring training is very much of uh, about you know getting kids to the ballpark, hanging out in the sun, sitting in the grass, like. It's it's cool because it's just kind of no BS, just no flash. It's just baseball, and I think that's what's cool about the you know them doing it because we've seen it in the past during like All Star games and stuff like that, um, which is awesome. I'm for it. I really am. I think it's a, a cool opportunity to get to hear your guy talk when it's not about answering you know media questions in front of their locker. Wait, just so we're on the same page, are you saying you're for it during the regular season? Because that's kind of the the topic that's up for debate yeah. right now. Yeah, I'm for it. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think um, 
I would say anything in the first five innings is cool. Anything later than that, uh, I don't think so. See, that's interesting. I I really don't know how to respond. I, I, I was... You're a little surprised? I was fully prepared to get on here and just not not bash the idea if Mike and players up during the regular season, but provide our reasons as to why we'd be against it. But I think it's I'm, one of I'm those I'm a little things, shocked. You and I have talked about this a lot. We've talked about how, like, what are ways to make this game more attractive? And yes, we, I mean, we know that you and I are obviously in love with this game and it's always going to be that way. And we're with a very large amount of people that enjoy the purity of baseball. But when you're talking about attendance going to, going down, when you're talking about blackout restrictions, when you're talking about Jersey sales, you're talking about all these numbers tanking, you know, and, you know, regressing each year, something needs to change. So how do we do that without changing the game? This is an example. We're not changing the, you know, the distance between the mound and the plate. We're not changing the balls. We're not changing the size, you know, the size of the field. We're not changing the height of the fences. None of that stuff's changing, but it is something to shed a little more light on the players and to give a little more love around, you know, it gives a player a chance to express their personality a little bit without having to tweet, without having to answer questions from their locker that, you know, after a game. So this is something that it's raw and I'm cool with it. And I mean, obviously during spring training, it's probably going to be a little more relaxed, but if it's during the regular season, it's during the regular season. If it's only during, you know, one time, uh, what a first baseman's, you know, in the half inning that he's out there and you get an opportunity to get a guy that gets on first base, you take a lead and there's a little bit of banter back and forth or you hear the first base coach talking, whatever it is, I think that's a cool opportunity. I just watched a video a couple minutes ago before we hopped on uh, where they had the third base coach mic'd up for the Dodgers. I thought that was cool. A guy got yeah. first and he's talking about his thought process of, all right, we got to get this guy moving here. So he throws on the steal sign. No, it wasn't a steal sign. It was a wild pitch, pitch in the dirt. I think it was Lux actually that took off. Yeah. Goes to second base, catcher airmails it, comes to third. And he's talking through this the whole time in the middle of this play. Hey, we're staying right here. Pick up the ball, pick up the ball. And you're getting to hear um, lingo and you're getting to hear, you know, actual explanation behind things. I think it's, I think it's just, I think it's exactly the same as when we get Tony Romo calling games for CBS. He's shedding light on things that not average fans get to hear or get to see. And so I think it is cool. I think that needs to be more with the commentary. Stop getting people in there that don't know what they're talking about. You know, I think that's something that can help with this game. So I'm all for it. Um, regular season, spring training. That's cool. Obviously not postseason. I'm not about that. That's kind of it's kind of really, you know, a little too invasive, and not to mention. But you're, but you're that's just, that's the thing. Why is that? In, why do you say that that's invasive? Uh, it's just a different beast. You know that postseason is a different beast. Playoffs, postseason for any sport is just it's a different mentality. I mean, it's LeBron goes off, goes dark. You know, turns off all social media when he goes to the postseason. So you're just you're in a mode. I think the length of the MLB season allows a couple minutes here and there to shed some light on our players. 
when it comes down to postseason, everything matters. Every pitch matters. So I'd prefer no distractions during that if I was a player. And, and I that, mean, if, player, that, if a player agrees to it, a player agrees to it. Whatever. I guess that's just where I'm confused, though, because we know, like you've said on here before, you've played this game. I've played this game. I'm surpri- I think the reason I'm surprised that you're for this is because I think it's easy to look at a, a spring a spring training at bat and, and recognize that a guy is going to be totally down to just chat it up with the ESPN crew up in the booth during a spring training AB because it's a spring training AB. But you put a guy out there in a July, early August game, whether or not he's trying to help his team make a playoff push, he's trying to earn his paycheck. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you and I can both agree that you're not going to want to be up there at the plate. Spring training is one thing. I don't think you're going to want to be up there at the plate trying to have a conversation with somebody or a crew with that. Well, and that's what well, that's what's different. And I think we're looking at it two different ways because I don't see it as they have to be. Ha- it's not a two way thing for me. Why does this guy have to be having a conversation with our guys in the booth? Maybe they're not. Maybe they're just mic'd up and we get to hear it after the game. They post it after the game. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's in between innings or, hey, this is what Mike, you know, Trout said last inning when he was out in the outfield. You know right, what I'm saying? right. But that's Maybe that's where it's two way thing. But it's not Maybe raw. He doesn't have an earpiece. But it's not raw, like you said, because at that point it's post production. It's edited. It's it's filtered, and you don't get because the people that are are combining those pa- or that are composing those packages for after the inning, after the game, after the week, if they're putting together some like here's some highlights of of the week from guys who are mic'd up. It's all what they want it to be. And so kind of going against what you said, it's not that raw. Maybe it's not raw, but maybe it is. It's it's an opportunity to to see what this guy's talking about, see what this guy's thinking. Um and when you when you put a mic when you put a mic on somebody and you say, Hey, you got a mic on you, feel free to verbalize. If you're in that if you're in center field, no one can hear you. Right? So feel free to verbalize some things that you're thinking about. Okay, I got my guy, you know, my coach in the, in the dugout's gotten me shading, you know, 10 steps left, right? He shot the gap last last game we played against him twice. So let's go ahead and shed this way. And, then, you know, whatever it is, if he's verbalizing that, those are opportunities to where it's not hurting anybody. They're, it's not distracting him in any way. He's just saying what he's doing. Um, a guy at the plate is a little bit different. I think that's something that... Uh, deserves all of your attention i think it'd be really weird to be mic'd up at the plate i think it'd be really weird to be answering questions at the plate but again i think this is an opportunity to where we get to i i told this story last time i remember when i was a kid and i don't know why this player specifically stuck with me but i remember you know we grew up in you know the baltimore area and getting to see the orioles all the time i remember when miguel tejada was with the orioles and for some reason, you know, like years of watching him play, I always liked the way he played. And when I got to hear his voice for the first time in an interview, I was like, whoa, that wasn't at all what I expected. Why did it take years to finally hear this guy's voice? Right? So I think if we can just put more light on the players, just show what these players are thinking, what goes through their head, I think those are cool opportunities you know, for kids to just sit there and watch and say, okay, like, 
he's not just thinking about reaction. Let's prepare for what we're going to do. You got a guy at shortstop. We both played the shortstop position. We both know that, all right, I'm going to try to pick signs from the catcher. Okay, I see a changeup. I may flash a sign to my outfielders. I'm going to, you know, if it's a righty, I'm going to lean a little more towards my, my bare hand side, right? So those are things that if you can talk about that, if you can say that out loud, that's really cool for, for kids to be able to hear. And it's something new. It's not changing our game. It's just something new. I don't know. I Maybe I just haven't come around to it fully. I love it. for just so Just so everybody understands what I'm saying, I love it. Like, being able to see what's been going on in spring training with guys like like Rizzo and Freddie Freeman, it's just been awesome to see. But that's the other thing, and I was hoping we could chat about that briefly. Do we really want to just open this up to the entire league? Because let's be honest, not everybody is going to have – we we all know this. This is no surprise. Not everyone's going to say yes to this. Well, no, no, no not, not, not just that, but not everybody – is going to be a Freddie Freeman or an Anthony Rizzo. Not everybody has sure. that type of energy, that humor, sure. that charisma. And so it's like, is it that we want the league mic'd up or do we just want guys like Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Freddie Freeman, guys like that? Is Are these the type of guys we want mic'd up just because they can provide us in it? Like ESPN, I will give them credit. They're very strategic in who they pick for sure. the, for these situations. Yeah. But how entertaining do we think it's going to be if we just open it up to Joe Blow? Like, it's... And, and I think that's, I mean, it's something behind the scenes. That I don't think any of us can really know what's being, It's. I'm sure it's either declined or accepted by the players, obviously. But the truth is, is that that's why you have guys like Trevor Bauer who are, are pissed. And they're tweeting about being pissed. And they end up having meetings with the commissioner to talk about stuff. It's because those guys feel like the MLB is not doing their due diligence. So how do we do it? And I can't hate on something. I can't hate on an attempt being made that isn't altering the game in any way. It's just an, an opportunity to, well, if our players are going to be the ones asking for this light to be shed on them, they need to be ambassadors of this game. So that's a way to do it. So if I'm a player, I have to say, yeah, I'll do it in the third inning when I'm at short. I'm not doing it at the plate. You can mic me up there. You get me for a half inning. That's it. You know what I'm saying? But it it, it is something that if these players want this game to change and they want fans to continue to watch and fans to continue to show up, players have to take initiative in that. They have to say yes to that. If they really want that, they have to say yes. They have to make their attempts to do things a little better. It's It's just like signing autographs before and after a game. Dude, you want kids to watch you? You want kids wearing your jersey? Go go sign stuff. Be like Aaron Judge. Be like Mike Trout. Be like these guys playing catch with kids in between innings from the stands. Like, that's amazing. That's a lifelong fan. I eat those videos up every time, along with majority of baseball fans out there. Anytime a video gets released like that, you're like, oh my God, this is so cool. I wish I got to do that as a kid. But that makes me a fan of them. I don't care about the Angels. I love Mike Trout. Dude's a stud. He's humble. And he's down to earth. And he just goes out there and balls. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Didn't you just, did you just say you don't care about the Angels? I don't care about the Angels. You picked them to win the West, though, my guy. That's fine. I still got to – I don't care. I don't care about any other team. I care about my team. 
But I love Who's your seeing team? things like that. Yeah. I love seeing things like that, man. So if there's opportunities to continue to do things like that, why not try them? Well, your guy A-Rod uh, was quoted uh, in an interview recently saying that as as a collective community, meaning baseball, that we have become a prisoner of our own legacy, meaning, well, I'm not going to put words in his mouth, but I, I, I think what he means there is he's saying that we've we've become the game that we've become due to the tradition and just the, the honor and respect we, we put towards the game. But I think what he's saying there is that that has come around to bite us in a way and that so it's just made us old school. Right. Which is, again, is no surprise, but I, I mean, I got to give him credit. I think he's right. I think because we've become so rooted in that foundation and that tradition, we are very reluctant to expand to these new ideas. But, I mean, I think he's right. I think we do have to kind of expand a little bit and figure out ways to to add a little creativity, a little spice to the game. But, I, again, I will say, I, I don't know. I just I, – I don't care how much these guys want the game to change. I just don't see how they can honestly focus in a regular season game. Again, spring training is one thing very much a different thing than a regular season game. It's it's just hard for me to comprehend the fact that these guys would be willing and able to just chat it up, knowing they're on a hot mic, whether or not they're having a conversation with the crew. I mean, that's, that's to be determined later. I just, I really see that altering their, their approach and their mentality. Like I, I just don't see how that's something that they could really handle. And sure. They're elite athletes. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm not going to sit here and compare myself to them or compare you to them or anything, but I just feel like a human being, it's, it's just, I feel like it's a very difficult thing for them to sit there and attempt to do what they've been, what they're being paid to do while also having a conversation. It's just, it's hard for me to comprehend. Yeah. And I I think, I think there's obviously you and I both know this, there's downtime in between pitches. And so, right. But that's the thing is you and I both being infielders at one point in our lives you look at an infielder sure there's downtime but you're using that downtime to adjust your your positioning on the field you're using it to mm-hmm. communicate with guys across the diamond who if you're a second baseman trying to communicate with your shortstop who's got the bag who's covering first all that kind of stuff if it was if there's a bunt play on whatever so let's hear that that's what i'm saying so let's hear that that's what that's what i would enjoy hearing screw the questions tell joe buck to shut up you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you know, let's watch hands here. And you're talking to your third baseman. Second baseman, hey, we got to cover We got to cover first on a bunt. Like, I got the bag. Like, any of this stuff, say that. No, that and, is gold. And this is on me if I haven't made it clear. I'm, I'm all for that, what you're saying of just having basically just a stream of consciousness. Like, what are these guys thinking as, yeah. the, as the, the play is developing? I'm I'm not for at least in terms of regular season action. I'm not for micing these guys up for conversations with with crews because Mm -hmm. that's an entertainment aspect. I I'm all like I said, I'm all for micing these guys up and just letting it roll and then composing some sort of highlight package or best of moments of, of said audio file. But in terms of trying to provide entertainment, these players don't owe 
the fans entertainment mid game. They're out there trying to earn a paycheck. They don't owe fans that. And if we think we're, we're do that, we're, our heads are on backwards because mm-hmm. they're, they're providing us entertainment by just being elite athletes and being the best 750 players to play right. this game on any given day. That's entertainment enough. Going out and being able to watch Mike Trout play a baseball game, that's entertainment enough. They don't owe us. I think it's um, 780 now. They, right? 780. They don't owe us. <laughs> good catch. They don't owe us that conversation with the, the earpiece. And they don't owe us that. Sure. Yeah. It would be no, great if they could, but they I don't agree. owe us that. I do think that there's just there's new things that we can try out that um, that can benefit all parties. Um, you know, I, I love, I would love to see new cameras, you know, when we get a, a camera on, on a, uh, on an umpire's mask, that's wild, dude. That's, yeah. We're way behind in that regard. I don't know like, what major league baseball is doing. Put a camera on the first base, first base coach's helmet, like do, you know, have a camera that's, you know, field level that you can see this, you know what I'm saying? There's certain things that you can do that just open up different perspective. And I think you, I think A-Rod's right. Unfortunately, this guy has just been freaking hitting the nail on the head ever since he retired. But it's, I guess he's likable now. He, we are close-minded. And we've gotten to this point of like, it needs to be this way. Well, I mean, it's adapt or die. It's games, the game, it, believe it or not, is starting to die in certain ways. I think the game's always going to be there. Like baseball is always going to have its purity, but there are certain aspects of the game are dying. When you're talking about attendance, you're talking about viewership, talking about popularity. I mean, when you talk about how ESPN's top 100 athletes in the world and Bryce Harper is the only player on there and he's at 99. So what's the issue here? How do we fix that? It's adapt or die. So let's start figuring out ways to adapt. I thought it was funny how before we hopped on here, you were like, I don't know if I really have all that much on the <laughs> players mic'd up situation. And I'm pretty sure for the last 20 or so minutes, it's probably about 16 minutes of you just preaching. <laughs> I don't know if it's any of it's any good, but I guess we'll see. Well, no, I mean, you were just you were just saying you were throwing out a couple ideas right off the top of your head of ways that we could improve the game. It's not that difficult. I don't know why we're so yeah. behind in this area, especially when yeah, it comes to technology. It's not even our job when we have ideas that it's like, so if the MLB can open up and just listen to fans of what they want to see and then what they want to hear, let's go. I volunteer you as ambassador for growth. <laughs> if there ever was a such a job. title. It'd be a dope job. I, I really think that's the commissioner's job, but I don't <laughs> We just have a, a, cl- a clown in that seat right now. Uh, speaking of seats, SeatGeek, Nate, it's the answer to all your ticket needs. Are you looking for tickets? Do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? Or are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? With SeatGeek, you can find tickets to games, concert shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks. We're making it even better for you. If you're a first-time user of SeatGeek, next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code DTD at checkout to save $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. That's all you got to do to save some of that. Gold hard cash. Enter promo code DTD at checkout. Nate, we've been talking ball. Let's talk balls. We've linked up with our friends over at Manscaped to give you, our listeners, the opportunity to enhance your personal grooming experience. With Manscaped, you have access to a variety of products that will help keep your baseballs clean. 
and your infield grass looking pristine. Not to mention, after more than 18 plus months of research and development, the new Lawnmower 3.0 has just been finalized and comes with a ton of great features, including an advanced skin safe replaceable blade, a 7,000 RPM motor, a lithium ion rechargeable battery with a rapid charging dock, an LED light that illuminates the trimming area for a safe and precise job, and a diamond textured no slip grip. Manscaped also has body wash, anti shaping ball deodorant, boxers, nail kits, and more, all of which make you cleaner and better smelling. You, yes, you can get 20% off your order at Manscaped, plus free shipping when you use promo code DTD20 at manscaped.com. Again, Take 20% off your entire order with promo code DTD20 at manscaped.com. So let me get this straight. We figured out how to get you in a seat. Figured out how You're really about to drop three straight ads? Figure out how to get you looking good and feeling good in that seat. Overly ambitious. We're just going to no no no. This is all me. So I need you. I didn't interrupt you. I respect it. You're right. You couldn't have inter. I was like a freight train, dude. You there was no way you were stopping me there. Well, no way from stopping me telling people that uh, they need to be using dugout bunks. Drinking from a baseball bat sounds wild, but what's more wild than that is not using a dugout mug to do it. Dugout mugs are personalized gifts for players, coaches, and fans. You can kick back with a beverage in a barrel that's got your name on it. Yeah, your name. Or maybe you want one with your favorite MLB team's logo on it. Mm, I got one team that I would definitely not put on there. Have a business that's got a logo you want to slap on there? As odd as that sounds, you can do it. Uh, Dugout Mugs has all the bases covered. They don't just stop at mugs either. From their wind-up mugs, wine, wind-up, those are in quotation marks, to their bat knob shot glasses, they've got all the perfect gifts for the baseball fanatic in your life. As the new... Not that new presenting sponsor of us, the 3-0 Take. Dugout Mugs wants to help you. Yeah, that's you. Save some of that cold, hard cash we've always been talking about. All you have to do is visit dugoutmugs.online forward slash, and that backslash stuff, forward slash DTD. Enter promo code DTD. Save 10% off your order. That's dugoutmugs.online forward slash DTD, promo code DTD. I'm not going to lie. Every time... We're done. It, ra- it. Randomly. So much better. Yeah, I've got it knocked out. We still got a lot to talk about. Uh, but no, what I was saying, I'll admit randomly from time to time, I'll just enter in that URL. Just make, you know, just make sure everything's up and running in case I need to mm-hmm. reach out to my folks over at Dugout Mugs. Mm-hmm. Let them know if there's an issue, which there never is because they're on top of it. Uh, but I'll just check in and I'll admit, similar to the way that sometimes I forget the SeatGeek ad read, which... You would think after 118 times I would remember it. I still struggle to recite it sometimes. Uh, when I go to punch in the URL for dugout mugs. Don't tell me you're messing around with that backslash. No, absolutely not. Because I remember every time when I'm punching in, I literally, like I'll be saying, I'll be reciting it in my head and I'll get to the, the end and I'll be like, all right, uh, none of that backslash stuff. I, and I literally <laughs> say it. Say none of that backsla- backslash stuff, and I'll punch in the forward slash, and I'm on my way. I'm looking at my keyboard right so now. So thank I can't you. Even, can't even find. Oh, there it is. Oh, it's on it's there. Above, it's above enter. Crap. That's just garbage. Who would use that? What What are you talking about? That's that backslash, man. That's the backslash. Forward slash is the one we want. Forward slash. With the question mark. Do we have the same keyboard? Probably not. No, I'm 
No, forward slash is to next next to shift. Yeah, the backslash is above enter. Right, which mine. is the one we don't want. That's the, that's the one we don't want. I don't even know where it was. Is I it to find it? Can you even use a, a a backslash in a URL? Aren't they all forward slashes? It's hard to say. I don't know. Don't look it up. We got to move on. Yeah, we got to move on. Uh, Christian Yelich. Heard of that guy. Yeah. Get in his bag. Uh, not really, actually. Uh, that's just, I mean, I saw a dollar sign, and that's usually kind of where my head's at when I think of that. Especially it's still when it comes a contract. bag. I mean, it's a bag. It's a, it's a small bag. Can we pause? I forgot, before we talk about Christian Yelich, I like I need closure right now because I literally tweeted about this. Okay. And if we don't talk about it, then I'm going to disappoint a lot of people. Okay. Need closure on this mic'd up conversation. Quickly, if you could mic up one player in 2020, who would it be? One player in 2020. I said quickly... This you is our show. First. No, 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 no. I'm saying this is our show. We can take as much time as we want. I take back. You go the, first. I take back the quickly part. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think, bro. Why do I feel like can? And this is an honest, genuine question. I'm not. I'm not knocking the guy. Can G Man Choi speak English? Real talk, Kenny. I don't know. That's a good question. Why do I feel like he would be electric mic'd up? I don't know. I think he would. I feel like he does speak English. I feel like he does. Yeah, I think he does. I'm trying to think. Who would That's another, a good pick. Who would another guy I'm, be? I'm going with Luke Voigt. I would love to hear yeah. that guy. Not a bad pick. Yeah. I was trying to, you know, Straight branch out a little muscle. bit, but I mean, you're going to go with the meathead, but that's fine. Yeah, love it. Um, Just trying to think of any other picks that I would want. Oh, Francisco Lindor. Yeah, but no, that's he's already done it. What do you mean he's already done it? I'm talking about for like a season. Oh, you want the whole season? Like if you could follow guy. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a, it's a hypothetical question. Hmm. ESPN's not reaching out to me being like, yo, can you guys like maybe. They didn't reach out to me. Oh, awkward. (laughs) So really the decision's in your hands then you're about, that's why you're so strong. What a scam. You've been behind this the whole time. You're working for ESPN now, aren't you, you clown? On both sides. That's how you afforded the new whip. <laughs> Frankie Lindor, that's a... Whip. Whip. Coo whip. That's an easy pick. Uh, yep. That's all I got. I was hoping you'd follow up with another answer, but, yeah, I mean, you just left me hanging. Anyway, back to Christian Yelich. Can we talk about this bag? How big is this bag? It's not. It's not big. It's big. It's not nearly it's, big it's enough. Not, it's not nearly big enough. Not what do you think? Nearly you could, big enough. What could he fit in this bag? How? Help me visualize uh, how big this bag is. It's a big bag. It's more. It's typically showing up in like a you know like an armored truck. I mean, he can fit one hundred eighty-eight point five million dollars in it. We know that. Yeah. But that's not enough, Nate. I it? really don't think it is enough. The dude deserves at least. At least 225, in my opinion. I've also read that he's barely made any money. He's barely made any money already. I think he's made like, I think his first contract was like 60 mil. It wasn't very much. It was like 59 mil or something like that over seven years. I mean, he was in Miami. They can't pay anybody. Yeah. So they can barely pay the hot dog guy. 
I just, oh man, this guy deserves some bread. He's an elite dude in our game. He took the hometown discount. Yeah. Yeah, I just, they're at a point where I just don't see, I mean, I, I wasn't on their, I wasn't on their game last year. I told you that I'm not on their game this year. I'm not a believer in the Brewers. Who do you got winning the Central this year? I think I chose the Cardinals. Let me let me see here. I got it all logged. Pretty sure that I chose the Cardinals. I think we both chose the Cardinals. Sure did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I'm just not. I'm not a believer. We were also talking about it, and we'll get into this later. The Brewers don't have any top 100 prospects. So it's not like they got any any hope coming up from underneath. I'm not saying that there aren't some, you know, dudes in their system. Sure there's guys that are going to come up and make an impact. But like I just I don't see them turning a a page to become one of those top teams in baseball. Even with this dude, even with you know, saving some money on the hometown discount. I just I don't see it. Yelich deserves a lot more money. Yeah, I always think hometown discounts are refreshing. Like, it's always good to see a guy take a cut to help the organization out. But almost in every situation, I'm also against it because I'm just like, <laughs> we're always, like like you've said before, we're, we're always going to be pro player. Yeah. And because of these hometown discounts, it automatically equates to just the overall theme of greed when it comes to these ownership groups. Yeah. And management altogether. I just so, I think I like hometown it, but I discounts don't. are different when your team is ready to win now. I'm not saying that the Brewers aren't going to have a a decent year, but I don't see them as an NLCS candidate. Do you? Uh don't believe do I have that? Did one of us leave him out of the postseason again? You did. I did. I didn't. I have him in the second spot. Either way, they're not an NLCS candidate. So hometown discounts great when you can support around that player. But if there's not much support, what are we talking about here? Ryan Braun? Come on. Where, where's the help? I don't see it. I mean, either way, $188 million is nothing to shrug at. Christian Yelich definitely deserves that and then some. Every he's dollar. He's an amazing player. He's humble. He's down to earth. Like, the dude is just a very likable person. And I'm happy for him. But I just, yeah. Uh, sorry man hopefully they can start spending some more money you know next year or something to build around them but i don't get it you gotta get a faithful player you got a faithful fan base you need to you need to push the chips in the table if your ownership you should have just paid christian yelich and saved your money elsewhere maybe using SeatGeek. again don't run it back no, I'm not running the ad back. <laughs> I'm simply stating where they could have saved money. They didn't need to just come. Compl- DTD. They should have known they, that. They should have known. They should have listened. We try telling them every yeah. week. But you don't you don't just slash your star player, your premier organizational player just to save a few bucks. Never. Do it elsewhere. SeatGeek.com. <laughs> you know who else really screwed over one of their pr- premier players? The White Sox. Really? You think so? 
please tell me you're not satisfied with the deal that Yuan Mankata got. I think it's okay. No, I don't think so. Go ahead, announce it. Five years, $70 million. Kid had one good year. Last year was good. But we know he's going to be good. I don't know. Red Sox didn't think he was going to be that good. Okay. See, and I knew you were going to bring this up. I knew you were going to bring this up. How many rings does Yohan Moncada have, and how many rings does Chris Sale have? No, no, no. I think no. that I think that deal worked out just fine. If that's the only ring that we get because of that deal, I'm perfectly okay with it. I think the Clown. White Sox are obviously balling on a budget with like I don't somehow. First of all, this is another tangent. First of all, that when MLB released like the top fan bases, did you see that on Instagram? Yes. They like voted out the, and it was ended up being the White Sox and like I don't even know who. Just like fan bases, were like what? What are you talking about? The the Yankees, Red Sox, Cubs were not anywhere near the top four, and it was like, okay, you're just ridiculous. Um, the, I I don't I don't hate it. They're balling on a budget. They're spending money in the right places. They're bringing in the right pieces. You I just said they're the balling on a budget, which means that you think that they shortchange Mankata. I think that that's all they had to give. I don't think that he's worth any more or less than that. I think it's the right amount, but they don't have a whole lot to give. They've spent a lot of money. I think they spent like almost 400 million this last year, this last off season between signing and, and extensions and all this stuff. I mean, they're spending money. I so, would be happy if I'm Yohan Moncada, I'd be happy because I've got a grip. Didn't he get a giant deal from the Red Sox in the first place just from bringing him over from Cuba? You're telling me you don't think he's a 20 mil a year guy? No. Based on his projections? No, not yet. Based on his projections? Well, projection-wise, they have two options mixed in there. They can get him to 90 mil, I think, is what I read. So this is going to end up being you know, backloaded a pretty good deal. But no, 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 I don't think he has the projections to be $20 million a year. It's too much. All right. It's too much. I'll agree with you. I think they've been spending money. They've been spending a lot of it. Tim Anderson had a, I think he had a, what was a six-year contract back in like 17. Yeah. Eloy Jimenez. Eloy Jimenez got his bag. Abreu they brought back. Keiko they brought in, Grandal they brought in. Luis Robert. They're 50, making moves. 50 mil. Aaron They're Brummer. If I'm the Twins, I'm nervous. Straight up. I'm nervous. If I'm the Indians, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> they don't. They just really shouldn't be there anymore, but they're, they're going to be in the conversation. If I'm the Tigers, I'm just glad I'm still in the league. <laughs> if I'm the Royals, I'm expecting a letter of relegation any day now. <laughs> it's coming. Just keep the fountains clean and center. Speaking of the outfield, how do we feel about Aaron Judge? You nervous yet? I'm not nervous. I think um, I'm kind of bummed. From what I've read, it's it's about him. Uh, he uh, wasn't completely honest. I think he just tried to deal with some stuff in the offseason on his own, thinking it would go away, and it just got worse. So as much as I've just absolutely thrashed 
the strength and conditioning program that has been created for these players. In Which, the staff. by the way, did you see that I put up that quote graphic? I did. How'd that go? <laughs> Apparently on the Facebook post, some, I guess some guy that like follows the page tagged like some employee. I don't think it was from the strength and conditioning team, yeah. but tagged yeah. an employee of the organization, the Yankees organization in some capacity and was like, this guy's coming to punch your throat. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, yikes, maybe I shouldn't have attached a name of that and just kept yeah, it anonymous. I'll stick to my words. I, um, it is frustrating, dude. This is just an, another, just another freaking punch to the stomach. It was the equipment fine. manager. He tagged the equipment manager. <laughs> we'll be fine. Equipment manager shouldn't be nervous. Don't be nervous, pal. We'll be okay. Um, no, I just, it, from what it sounds like, it's on judge. I mean, he didn't heal properly. He didn't take time off. He didn't notify people that it was bothering him. I don't know if it's going to end up being surgery. Um, Yankees, for the first month or so, they have depth in the outfield. They're going to be okay. Mike Talkman is a stud defender. Anything he does offensively is a bonus. Clint Frazier, dude, just put up or shut up. It's time. We're probably going to have to walk that back because you were saying before we knew Judge was going to be missing this amount of time or that his injury status was so uncertain as we're now realizing because apparently this dates back to, what, like September? Yeah. I think you're going to maybe have to walk back your statement of maybe him being a trade piece to get an arm because it sounds like they're going to need him now. No, and honestly, this is a perfect scenario. Clint Frazier's stocks are low. That's why he's still a Yankee. So now this is the put up or shut up moment. Judge is out. You're going to be playing every day. Put up or shut up. If you put up, thanks. Once Judge gets back, sayonara. Peace out. Go grab an arm. Um, but this is his moment. This is perfect for the Yankees to let this guy get back into the into the spotlight. Um I don't I don't know if his outfield skills have gotten any better. Apparently Reggie Jackson's been working with them. I don't know if it's helped, but his bat is gonna be there. His bat's gonna play. His bat speed's ridiculous. Um and he's pretty quick around the bases. Like he's he's gonna find somewhere to go. It's just let's build up the stock a little bit more. Um but I mean you got pieces that are gonna come back once Judge gets back. Once Giancarlo gets back, I, I'm going to go ahead and assume both of them are out till May. Well, that's just, that's me being on the long end of things. Um, Aaron Hicks will be back at some point, probably in the summer. So you got outfield pieces that'll come back. Um, Tyler Wade is another 26 man option that uh, plays some outfield, can play pretty much anywhere on the field. So um, he's going to provide another option. There's, there's depth there that the Yankees are, are going to get by. Um, it's still just a, a tough blow considering it's your superstar and it's your, you know, potential captain someday that, uh, kind of sucks. And lastly, Chris sale, another injury story that's made headlines recently, uh, avoiding Tommy John for now, but it's inevitable. This dates back to last year. It sure We're, does. Two years ago. Well, I mean, he's had, he's had problems for a while, but. The elbow inflammation last year, as you kind of alluded to, uh, had him shut down in August. But 
I think that was for the better because he finished the year with a six and eleven record with a four four ERA. Oy. So not his best year by any means. Um, but he's just not had a good start to this year. I mean, he came down with pneumonia. Yeah, I saw that. Just, I mean, the guy weighs like eighty pounds, soaking wet. It's just, it. I just feel like it's hard to keep a guy like that healthy, in yeah. any in any capacity. Whether it's your yeah. arm, your overall health. I mean, the guy is just a twig. He's he's a he's a great twig when it comes to pitching, but he's a twig. Yeah, no immune system. Speaking of pneumonia, shout out to Mama Reyes. She's dealing with pneumonia right now. No, not Mama Reyes. Yeah, bro. She got she actually got tested for coronavirus. Oh. Yeah, so she's been uh, quarantined for the last couple of days at home. She's not allowed to leave. No so, way. We actually yeah. just found out like yesterday that right here in our uh, little city that we're in, that's two cases popped up. Yeah, man. Sketchy stuff. It's coming for us. Should have been washing your hands a while ago. I don't know why this is a thing now. Anyway, apparently Chris Sale is not washing his hands enough. But Bro, more people <laughs> die from the flu than this coronavirus. I don't know what all the outrage is about. Let everybody this, just calm down. It's fine. Everyone's going to be fine. Yeah, man, I just... Uh, that's why I got to bring up the Mankata stuff. No, like, you don't need to bring up the Mankata thing. They got a okay. ring. If if the White Sox win a ring, what do you... are? Do the Red Sox still come out on top in this trade? If the White Sox win a ring... Yuan Moncada better be getting paid $20 million a year. That's all I'm going to say. Fine. If the White Sox win a ring, do the do the Red Sox still win that trade? Does there have to be a loser? Like, what, can they not mm. both benefit? That's. I'm not saying that they're not both benefiting now. Just saying. Can both teams not have a positive outcome based on the need that was, or who's rather the, the hole that was filled at based, the time? Based on the, the money that's still owed to Chris Sale and how long you guys are going to be paying this guy. Is he still an ace? He is an ace. That's not a question. He, in terms of his health right now, he obviously can't be an ace because he can't throw a baseball. Does he return to ace status at any point this year and hold it? For the Red Sox, yes. I'm not going to say any other team, but for the Red Sox, yes, because we literally have nobody. We have Erod, Eovaldi, who was slated to be in the pen. I mean, we don't have anybody. Erod, I'll give it to I'll give it to him. He was he came up just short of twenty wins last year, so he had a great year. He did have a good year, yeah. But it's time to see if he can replicate those numbers that that type of season. But as of right now, Chris Sale is the ace. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, who else We've is the ace? We've had this conversation before. We've had this conversation before. Is the difference between a number one starter and an ace? So yes, Chris Sale is the number one starter. Is he still an ace? Yes. Okay. So you still consider him elite? Yes, but he is hanging on by a thread. <laughs> if he if he has numbers at all similar to last year, are we taking that elite status and ace status away? Did did he not have good strikeout numbers last year? I'm like legitimately asking because I'm pretty sure he did. Four and eleven with a four ERA. Okay, but we also no no don't be fooled by the record, Nate. You know. That whenever Chris Sale is on the mound, you know that whenever Chris Sale is on the mound, he gets maybe half a run of support. So, we, of course, he's going to have a— had that conversation as well. We, If we take away the win-loss record, 
an ERA over four. If he has an ERA, I'm not saying game, he had an ace caliber year. I'm just saying right. the numbers did not. I'll be the first one to say that he's never returning to ace status again. He's done. His ace years are behind him. There's your quote graphic. Picks up Garrett Cole, thinks just <laughs> everybody else is trash. I see how it is. All right. Let's move on to some DMs. I'm done talking to you about this. That was too easy. Uh, proud of you, though. I can't wait to pull gym. back these quotes come <laughs> September, October. Uh, well, speaking of Gary Cole, Chris asks, thoughts on Miggy taking Gary Cole deep and back to back Oh, innings? beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> you love to just see an established hitter like that. A true, a true goat. Just take on a guy who apparently everybody's just throwing the goat label on already. I don't know why. <laughs> just because you wear pinstripes doesn't mean you're the greatest. It's a fact. I'm sorry. It's great to just see a guy like Miggy just come up and, and just do what he does best. Take average pitchers at best deep. Okay. <laughs> it's impressive that if he was average, this wouldn't be a question. Uh, it's impressive that Miggy is still doing what he's doing, that he is going to go down as one of the top hitters of all time. I think he's in the top 10, in my opinion. Uh, probably as a right-handed hitter, for sure. Overall, borderline. Oh, yeah. Um, Jokes aside, before everybody just started throwing around the term goat all the time, which I don't know when that even started, but we've lost all sense of who truly is great anymore. I, I swear. But Miggy easily was one of yeah. the top hitters of our generation. Yeah. He's right. He's right up there with Albert Pujols in my mind. Absolutely. Um, Bodnar asks, you think King Felix is going to make the opening day roster? I sure hope so. Cause I can't imagine baseball that King Felix. Like I'm very surprised. It sucks because he, he was stuck out there in Seattle for all those years. And, like, you just never – I mean, unless you're out on the West Coast, you don't really hear about him all that much, even though he was a great pitcher. But now we're getting to the, the tail end of the career where it's like, is he even going to make the opening day roster? I mean, I sure hope so. Um, I just actually just texted my buddy um, who's a big Braves fan before he hopped on, and he – um. He was in the Padres and Arizona Diamondbacks organization with scouting and all that stuff. So he's got a pretty good mind about um, about things. And he said, everything's been good. It looks like, you know, the fifth spot would would be his. He was You'd be surprised if they left him out. I'm surprised of how well he's done this offseason or this, uh, this spring training. Um, obviously, this offseason treated him well. He took some time off. Hopefully, his arm's back with him. I agree with you. This is a guy that needs to be in the game of baseball. It'd be weird to have King Felix just not right off into the sunset in a in a better light. Um, he did not have a good ending with his Mariners career. I hope he has a little bit of a resurgence. Um, I hope he gets a taste of a little playoff baseball as well with the Braves. King Felix is not ready to be written off just yet. Uh, is this a page that wrote us in? Padres Colt? Yes. I would hope so because if you're a parent naming your child Padres Cult, it's a little excessive. What are we doing? Yeah. Uh, Padres Cult asks, which top prospect do you expect to sneak in the 26-man roster by the beginning of the season? So breaking mm. camp with their team. That's a tough question. I mean, I've got Joe Adele with the Angels. 
not necessarily if he doesn't make it at the beginning of the season, it's definitely a possibility. But if he doesn't, he'll be up very soon. Very soon. Yeah. I don't have one name. I I did uh, a little research when we saw this question. Um for the Yankees. I think it's kind of an obvious choice with Debbie Garcia, just based on their rotation right now. Casey Mize uh, for the Tigers. That's another good name. Good pick. Tigers are, why not, right? Like, you got got nothing going on. Might as well get this guy. They're just happy to be there. Yeah. Uh, Your guy, Jesus Lazardo for the A's. Um, Should have been been out there last year, but got hurt. So I think he's going to break camp with them. And I don't think that's a 26th man option. I think he's legit. Um, Gavin Lux, kind of an obvious one uh, with the Dodgers. Royce Lewis with the Twins. Um, number one overall pick, I think, a few years ago. Um, and then uh, Michael Kopech coming back uh, from TJ with the White Sox. So names that uh, can absolutely break camp with their respective teams. Um, Rodolfo asks, what is your guys' ideal Hall of Fame rotation? You're going to skip this? Yeah, uh, this one and the next one. The next one okay. being from Tyler. If you could pick a dream starting nine to have take the field, who would it be? It can be from any time period in baseball, past or present. Can you I, just spring that on us? I, no, they absolutely can because I don't clarify in the in the IG story that I put up, hey, only ask us questions that we can answer in 30 seconds or less. <laughs> I feel stressed. I can't answer. I, yeah, w- when I see those, I'm like, oh, I just have this anxiety come over me. But, yes, like we were talking about beforehand, we will definitely get to that this week, and we will put up a graphic and invite our listeners to share their ideal hall of fame rotation and dream starting nines absolutely so we'll go down to eric eric asks are y'all throwing that y'all in there interested i know that you don't live down south or really even on the east coast anymore because every time that that word gets included in a question you always make a point i know it's just it doesn't flow that it doesn't flow for me anymore are y'all interested in setting up an mlb the show 20 online franchise league that flowed pretty well to me 130,000% 130,000% I'm down. Why have we not thought about this before, though? For I don't know. I'm in. We haven't even played the show. We haven't played against each other yet. What are we doing? I don't know. Let's get this going. Although, for real, though, I don't think you want to see me and Emily the show right now because Nate... You've just been, you've just been rocking road to the show, huh? Bro, it's late June, and I just broke the single-season home run record. What? Yeah, I was playing the Oakland A's. Remember, in case you forgot, I'm a member of the Padres. Yeah. Mannequin was selfish and didn't let me slide over to third. Actually, no, Mannequin plays short. Nolan Arenado is our third baseman, and I'm our <laughs> second baseman. Where's Tatis? He gone? I, he's, like, not on the game. I don't know what happened. But he's not there, so I'm holding down second base, trying to get my agent to get me traded because I want to play third base. I'm not going to play second fiddle to some bum over at third base who mm-hmm. is – drastically worse than I am. Nolan Arenado is worse than you? Well, I was talking mannequin. You're right. Sorry. No, no disrespect to Nolan. Uh, But yeah, I just broke the single season home run record and it's like late June. So I'm projected probably for When's the last time you played with a full team, a full game? You're going to get smacked. I've maybe played like one full game. Yeah, see, that's Um, where experience sets in. I've been playing MLB The Show since I was like 15. 
I'm still yeah. going to smack you. So. But yes, Eric. Yes, yeah, super down. Let's get no, that going. But being the be, being a seasoned MLB The Show guy, can you explain to me what that looks like? Is that just kind of like holding down a team and just like playing each other within a yeah. like a closed league? Yeah, so basically you play like you're you're in a league, you choose a team. You obviously you can only have like that. You choose team. a team or you draft a team? You choose a team. Okay. Um, I mean it's you're the commissioner of the league, so like we can decide whatever we want to do, but you choose a team and then the rest anything any teams that's not chosen, it's a computer. So you just you go and play the computer game and then when you guys match up, so you if if you and I came on the schedule and we had to we would have to schedule time to actually play together online. Right. Other than that, if you're not playing each other, you just go play the computer and wait until you match up with somebody. But you go through a whole season. I'm totally down. I'm down. And then uh lastly, Daniel says, still waiting to hear about fantasy. Yeah, uh Daniel. We're almost there. You came to the right place. No, we're we're there. This is the episode where we talk about it. We had the interview last week. Didn't have a chance to really address it there. Nate, we need to decide on a date. We need to figure out some details like right now. I say March 20th. Because we were talking about maybe making uh, or having kind of like a live recording of the draft. Oh, true. Uh, Let's look at this then. March... Next week, we're gonna do fifteenth, March fifteenth on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be down. Mm-hmm. How would that fall in the line with our episodes, though? Would we have to record a second episode? I don't know. You know what we could do? We could save our upcoming interview. There you go for that weekend. Bingo, bango. Hint, hint. Wink, wink. Perfect. There you go. Actually, one of we could use one of a number of interviews that we may or may not have coming up soon. There you go. So next Sunday? Yeah, I like it. Sunday, uh, March 15th. Uh, Last thing we got to decide, what is the criteria for getting in? Uh, Absolutely rate, review. That's one thing. Subscribe, comment on your review. Like, actually comment something nice, preferably, but just something. I'll just give five stars and bounce. Yeah. No, um, no. Probably some type of I, – I would – here's my standards. I would really appreciate some type of story post. Yes, I was thinking the same in, thing. In our gear or listening to our show. Yes, I think that's kind of a no-brainer. Pointing people to us, getting the eyeballs on it. I mean, those are my standards. So, and then probably share, you know, like try to get somebody, like tag somebody in something. So, rate, review, subscribe, comment. Okay. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me make a mental note. Rate, review, subscribe, comment. Share a story. Featuring what? Either you listening to the episode or you rocking some of our gear somewhere. Doing your own thing, bro. No, I've got. By it. the way, I just gotta say that I this stay filthy hat gets so many compliments at the gym. Bro, is that the have we been? Is it been right in front of our faces this whole time? Is the entry the purchase of some DTD gear? 
is that the entry or is that is that too much or is that i mean it's people money yeah i'm with it spend money <laughs> i'm telling you this this stay filthy dad hat i have two one that i use at the gym that's just nasty like trot nixon nasty and then i have one that i just that i'm rocking now that i just do my daily thing with but i'm telling you if you're a gym goer if you run if you're like doing stuff outside if you're hiking the stay filthy hat will absolutely get some love all right so it's been decided rate review subscribe the podcast an instagram post if you have instagram which i'm certain twitter post works as well twitter also not just our gear, but like if you wanted to get some Manscaped or if you're using a Seat Geek ad yes. or if you, like if you're using dugout mugs, if you use one of those, do that too. That works. Preferably the gear. Preferably the gear. Show some show, show some love. What are All we right. doing? It's been decided. Yeah, that was that was one last point I had here at the end. If you've been listening to the podcast for like ever or even just, you know, a good while. And you haven't like snagged a tea or like you were talking about Nate, like one of those dad hats. What are you like? What are you doing? Seriously, like legitimately, what are you doing? Uh, Even if you don't want to play in the fantasy league, you need to grab one. Truth, it's it's dope. It's the least you could do. My favorite hat, hands down. I have easily forty or fifty hats. This is my favorite hat. Wow, my Yankees hat is always gonna be my favorite. This is my second. No, yeah, no. Grab a hat. Grab Grab a tea. Do it. Tell them about the ratings, reviews, and stars. No, no, actually, you know what? No. I don't want the rating, reviews, and stars. I just want screenshots of people listening. That's what I want. And tag us, and I will reshare it to our story. That's it. I don't even care about the rating, reviews, and stars. Send us a screenshot of you listening. Put it on your story and tag us, and I will repost it. So, last thing here, just just a reminder... If you want to be in the fantasy league with the, what do we decide the draft is going to be next Sunday, March fifteenth? Bang. You need to. I know I said I don't want rating reviews and stars, but if you want to be in the league, you got to rate, review, and leave stars on whatever platform you listen to. Send us a screenshot of you listening to the podcast. Tag us and snag a hat or a tee. Really, now I'll leave it up to you. Any purchase on the shop. It can be a stay filthy wristband. It can be a phone case. Anything. Anything. That's it. That's all you got to do. Other thing is don't go chasing curveballs. We love you all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy. What the f- are you to take? You take. Don't tell me you don't see it. You f- look. You understand?